Hey, 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 welcome back to Hats Off, Gloves Off. We haven't recorded in a little bit. We had some episodes in the bank because we're strong businessmen, and we know what we're doing over here at the Roots of Laughter. we got a team of producers over there. Say what's up, lead producer Jeremy. Hey, everybody. Hey, there's Jeremy. I'm here with uh, Spencer, Spencer Callender, my co-host. Oh, it feels good to be back, Mitchell. It's been a long time. I had to leave and go find myself. You had to check into rehab, but you're, we're back. We're back. We're clean. We're in, of the spirit, of the mind, and of the body, and uh, we're, we're ready to roll. Um, first thing first, uh, you know, live from the bunker, as always, you might hear some birds chirping, some AC units humming, some uh, neighbors telling us to shut the fuck up. Looks like we're shooting an ISIS video out here. But then you're just going to have to get used to that. Follow us on Instagram, Hogopod and Roots of Laughter. Roots of Laughter on Facebook and Twitter as well. The email, The Roots of Laughter, if you want to get in touch with us. And, guys, we're, uh, we're growing. Hit us up on uh, iTunes. Leave us a rate and review. Uh, if, if that starts happening, I don't know, maybe we might get some merch made, give out some exclusives. Who knows? You guys, you guys let the fans speak. Get, go to our Instagram. Let us know what you think. Post questions. Post critiques, I guess. I don't know. I don't know we how need to, you to speak. Because, I mean, if you disagree with some of our hats off, gloves off, let us know. Say, hey, asshole, that was a hat off, not a glove off. Yeah, we're men of the people. We're here to just bring these these topics to you guys as as thorough researchers and fans of pop culture and general scumbaggery. So um, I think that's it. That's all the announcements. Let's get into it. I got uh, hats off. You ready for this shit, Spencer? I'm ready. I couldn't be more ready. <laughs> Let's go. Dude. Bitch. I, uh, a paranormal investigator in Maryland fired a gun at an alleged ghost. Hats off to this guy for really, like... Really taking this ghost hunting to the next level. Like, if you're going to go crazy, like, you know what I mean? Don't get some vacuum backpack. Don't get some weird sl- slime trap. You know what I mean? This guy just bought a 45 and said, I'm going to show this ghost who's boss in America. Just a regular old gun, huh? Just a, not like rock salt or like he wasn't shooting like saltpeter or like crystals at it. Yeah, you'd he, think you would shoot some sort of paint at it so then you could see it floating by. Nope, just some good old-fashioned American steel. I had no idea you could shoot ghosts. Some full metal jackets in that ghost ass. Just leaving fucking toxoplasm all the way back to his fucking cave. Now, is this someone who's an actual paranormal investigator for a living, or do they work at Walmart graveyard shift and then they do some ghosting later? Okay, so this is time? this is where the uh, <laughs> the real hats off kicks in. It's a double hats off. We've never had a double hats off. First double, double the show, hats off. First double hats Single off. Single subject. This guy's a double hats offer. The. Uh, there's actually no record of this man being a paranormal investigator. Shocking! <laughs> no, you got to be kidding me. He was arrested on uh, legal discharge of a firearm in a, a place where he wasn't allowed to, that being his home. And uh, upon being questioned by the cops, he said he's a paranormal investigator. Oh, okay. So he doesn't even have a business card or a nope. Twitter account, anything nope. linking him to paranormal activity. Dude, what I think happened was this dude, this is why it's a hats off, he was quick on his feet. He just shot a gun off inside his house, probably when he was drunk or something. And when the cops showed up, his first reaction was, no, there was a ghost in here. I'm a, I'm a ghost detective. Yeah. <laughs> That's off to this son of a bitch. And I maybe the ghost it. was someone who was like a well-known gun-toting kind of guy. So he knew this ghost probably had a gun, who, too, and yeah. would fire back. Maryland? Are you kidding yeah. me? He's probably like the ghost of like Charles the guy Charles Heston or something. Who yeah. Knows? Aaron Burr or uh, a... <laughs> The ghost of one of the guys in the Boston, Massachusetts, the, uh, was it the, uh, Boston Massacre? That would be my guess, yeah. You never want to mess with a ghost toting gun. 
But well, hopefully he's a colonial ghost because you want that like flintlock pistol. It's going to take some like take a while to reload. Take like two ghost minutes to reload. <laughs> and but then, two ghost minutes is like eight seconds in human minutes. That's true. That's true. Everybody knows ghosts are similar to dogs in, in their exaggerated time. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because they live forever. <laughs> that's it. I just really wanted to bring that to attention. Hats off to that son of a bitch. God bless you, sir. All right. Good for you, man. Wait, I mean, yeah, wait. If, I like when people are quick on their toes or come up with creative stuff, even if all they're doing is just shooting a wall because they're mad at their girlfriend yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm, I'm personally a fan of punching sheetrock. Others, 45 to, the, to a celestial being. <laughs> I like punching huge things of meat. <laughs> like in a freezer? Like, like a huge chuck roast. No, not frozen. That's going to break my knuckle. Oh, but okay. just, you know, a nice thought-out chuck roast. That's dudes. what I enjoy punching. <laughs> what? What's that? Like dudes? You like punching meat? Punching meat socks? Fucking homo. Got him. All right, let's get, uh, Let's stay with the hats off. Let's try to keep a theme here. Let's keep hats off going. I just want to say hats off to Eminem. He's somehow relevant again. No one thought it would happen. We got claps from the back. No one thought Eminem would be back. He's put out like 18 garbage albums, tried to be creative, <laughs> tried to be fun, tried to get more hits going, and then he just... Writes an album full of pure hatred and dissing, and yep. he's still getting a lot of heat. People are writing articles about how he's not relevant because all he's doing is making fun of people, but mm-hmm. those are his roots. Yeah. He went back to his roots. Yep. Just just fucking laying waste to any haters. You got to give it up for him. And but people I, are pissed because he's like saying bad words. Like he's calling people fags on the album and stuff. I'm like, you cannot do that in 2018. And I think, well, it's Eminem. That's how he's made all his money was yeah, that's by saying naughty words. One of the few people... If, if the president can talk like he can, rappers and comedians should be able to say whatever the fuck they want. The uh, it's uh, I like that. Um, like I like him. I like Machine Gun Kelly. I like a lot of these people. But uh, I lo- I love the. Uh, did you hear the MGK rebut? Rap Devil. No, no. I should have done more research and listened to Rap Devil. He. Uh, but I know he ripped Eminem. Ripped him up. He, oh, he ripped Eminem up, up pretty bad, too. And I think he won it uh, just, like, on that first song versus song. Eminem's obviously won by now. But that first song versus song, uh, I, I liked MGK's. But, you know, there were so many points in that where he was, like, he was like you just see him with, like, a legal notepad. And when he, he did the lyric, he just went, got him. Like, in his head. He's never coming back from <laughs> yeah. this one. He's like, you a rap god, I'm the rap devil. Something, something with a black shovel. And I was just like... Oh, you know when he wrote that down, he's like, oh, rap god, rap devil. Yeah, that's scary. That's badass, dude. Any rhyme devil with shovel? Something with a black mask and a something shovel? I don't know. I've heard it a couple times. It got me pretty amped. I liked the song. I just like it because it's putting a riff. All the youngsters I know are like, Eminem's out of it. Who cares? gives a shit? And all the older people are like, you don't understand. You don't Eminem's get it, man. the greatest of all time. You don't get it. what it was like being 16 when Marshall Mathers dropped. And what it meant to the world. You don't know what it was like being white in America post Limp Biscuit. He saved us. He saved us. He gave us something to sing about. <laughs> he gave us something to sing about. And I don't. I think he had like four bad albums. That's don't let's not let's not go crazy. He had fourteen. He I don't know how many albums he's put out, but he had Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP. Encore was good. And he was done after that. Encore was good. That had like uh, I think like White America and which uh. I don't know the names. Listen to song per song. I don't know which one's on which album, but he, the last, like, uh, what was it, like, Relapse, Recovery, those were trash. Um, there was, like, a couple, like, good songs in there, but it's, like, he wasn't rapping like Eminem anymore, and, like, he wasn't doing Slim Shady. It's like, I don't want clean Eminem with, like, no hate in his heart. 
Well, you can't. That's just he's like, like when trying you go, to make good music, and like that's not what you do. That's not possible. You can only do it for a little bit. When I go see classic rock bands, and they play their new stuff, they like, suck because they've all gone to rehab. They're all sober. They've that's why all, you go see cover bands like Led Zepp again. Oh, I've seen Van Halen live, and I've seen the Atomic Punks live, who is the tribute band, and I'd much rather see the Atomic. Punks. Yeah, because they're excited Way more about fun. it. They're excited about it. Like Blink One Eighty True, those guys are still getting those pits going. They're not just like I research aliens now. Um, all right, that's it. Shouts out, out to Eminem. You fucking good on you, buddy. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, this is a fun one. I did a quick one, so I did three. This is a, my last hats off. Uh, God bless this man, dude. I swear to fucking God, this is hilarious. There was a couple. They couldn't conceive for four years. So they finally went to a fertility doctor, and it turns out they'd been having anal. <laughs> This was in China, I believe, right? This was yeah. in China. <laughs> oh, uh, you you know that guy knew. He's just like, oh, this dumb bitch. Don't, don't. Sh-. Yeah, every time he's fucking her from behind, <laughs> he's just going, shh. How do you not know that there's a dick in your ass? How do you not know a lot of things? Girls don't know they're pregnant. Some girls don't even know they're pregnant until the baby comes out of them. Or they're like, not, you know, eight oh, and a half dude. months pregnant. What people don't. You can't assume what people know, because yeah. that's a crazy thing. I used to thing. work with a chick. She didn't know she was pregnant until she was seven months. Exactly. She was a hefty lady, but you're just like, that's crazy. But still, you don't see an, a human life punching at your stomach? When you're, get, when you're in the lifestyle where you're just, you're just vomiting for, like, three months straight, and you don't think to, like anything suspicious is going on, the fact that, like, I worked at a restaurant with her, and she's still like, you know, bar life. <laughs> yeah, so barfing she, is just part of her routine. Yeah, anyway. but she she was also just getting hammered and hammered on top of not knowing she was pregnant. Oh. That's fun stuff, guys. But the anal sex thing is, and it was sad. Hilarious. They were trying super hard to have a kid. I guess their family was shaming them, and they were getting a lot of hate and heat from the from their loved ones. And then within what, like four days of going to a doctor, they conceived and they have a beautiful baby. <laughs> How funny would that be if he, they did get his butt pregnant? <laughs> Or her butt pregnant. He got her. He just how how hilarious would it be if he didn't know that this guy's just that much of a fucking moron? He doesn't even like. He's like, no, that's the peeing hole. I'm gonna fuck the poop hole. I'm thinking they they didn't know either of them knew. That is insane to me. But I, what did he think that other hole was for? The pee. Just the pee. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Sex education clearly is not good in China. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. They they're still coming off of that cultural revolution where they just like they just made all the farmers doctors and all the doctors farmers and then the whole country fell into shit. So it's like they're kind of piecing themselves back together. But they got no culture, so that's cool. It's like a just weird like let's spit and shit and invade each other's personal space. It's it's a fun that's time. That's the license plate in China. Let's spit and shit and invade other people's That's the, that's the license space. plate for Beijing. Like on <laughs> Florida it says like the Sunshine State or whatever. And they got like a navel orange on there. In China, it's just anal sex and uh, shitting in the street. And then a cigarette butt. you got to know that that's where poop comes from. People are pooping in the street. I've seen v- videos of people just pooping in the middle of a mall. Those goddamn mainlanders. <laughs> well, congratulations on your new child, dumb Chinese couple. <laughs> that kid's going to be so dumb. He's going to be the dumbest Chinese person ever. <laughs> He's just well, they're probably going to name the kid Doo-Doo or something like that for tribute. to Just bad at math. Well, yeah, it, no, it's something beautiful like Lao Xiong Peng Ao, but then you fucking <laughs> you translate it and it's terrible poop mistake baby. Poop poop baby. <laughs> but it would be nice because those, both those people are obviously virgins before that, unless 
they were having butt sex before, but that would be really cool to start out with the butt for four years and Fuck then get yeah, to dude. enjoy a nice moist oh, vagina. If, like if she oh, thought this that was self, sex was this thing self lubricates. That girl now is a sex fiend because she's been oh, getting she's up probably a her ass, and now that she's actually had her clit stim- stimulated a little bit, that guy's amped. Their sex game has probably gone up because now they have both options. That's true. And to just go from a dry, I get it, the butthole's tighter and everything, but a vagina's a vagina for a reason. Yeah, but the yeah, the, but the. The vagina is all-encompassing. It's like a nice sleeve, a nice self-lubricating sleeve, as you so eloquently put it. But then the uh, the butthole is more of like it's a tight gasket and then just like an open area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's really tight, but just like it's like someone's just like giving you like the A-OK symbol with their fingers around your dick. Yeah, it's too open in there. A butt, the butt is a fun novelty to do every now and then, but... I mean, the tried and true vagina. It's like when you go to a burger place and you're like, I'm going to get the habanero crazy mega spicy burger, but yeah. which is fine every once in a while, but nothing beats just a <laughs> classic burger with American cheese and grilled onions. Some some shredded lettuce and some Thousand Island on there. Like America. The uh, I don't know. I'm not even an anal guy. I don't, I'm not a fan. I've, you've done it a couple times in my wayward travels, but... Uh, it's just like no, that's not like they made a they made a hole for that, put it in there. Yeah. It's like why are you why are you going fishing, in the in the lake when they got a hatchery over here? <laughs> you trying to you trying to feel good. You're trying Way to catch to all paint those a fish. Beautiful picture. I like that. You sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> fighting for the butt, not worth it. There but are two still, other great holes. That but if this guy did know, and he just was pulling one over on his entire cultural system, as it were, and his family and his wife of four years, fucking hats off. That guy's amazing. He's just like, nah, I'm more of an anal guy, and I don't, I don't really want a kid right now. I'm yeah, just, I really just I'm more don't like want stra- a kid. I'm more just like kind of strapped at work. I wish we just had a couple more years to get financially stable. This is a weird communist democracy we got going on. He's probably so pissed at that doctor. I bet you for years his wife's like, we got to go to the doctor. He's like, no, no, don't worry about it. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> and then when the doctor says you've been doing it all wrong, he just winks at the doctor like, oh, I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> Hats off to you. Hats off, Jinko Pochao. I don't even know if he was Mandarin or Cantonese. No, you couldn't have it. Let's see. Uh, that's hats it. Off. That's it. Um, no, I got a hat off. You got one more hat oh, off? Yeah, I got a hat off for sure. This hat off goes out to all the grumpy old curmudgeons out there who sit on the porch, scowl at children, hate Fuck kids yeah. having fun in the street. Oh, There's dude. a man in Virginia. No old man wants kids on their lawn. No old yeah. man. No. There's a dude in Virginia. There's a bus stop right by his house. Kids are, like, littering in his yard and everything. Yeah. So he put up an electric fence <laughs> around his house, and he was electrocuting children because he didn't want them on their lawn. And he said, hey, they disrespect me. They're loud. They litter all over my grass. So he did something about it. He didn't sit there and cry and complain. He built an electric fence. Then, of course, it turned out that it was a little outside his property, so they, he was forced to take it down. And his quote was after that, I can still put it back up. I just have to move eight feet back. But I think <laughs> the message was sent, and hopefully I don't have to. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I love that. I think he won. I love that. I'm a big fan of the uh, Grand Torino man, as they say. Just the guy who's just – because I'm definitely going to be that guy. If I surpi- survive past 40, I'm like, I guess I'm committed to this. I didn't, I didn't die fast and hard, so I, I'm going to commit to this long haul now. And I'm just going to be the guy who's just, like, stuck in his old ways, just, like, doing things like it's still 2020. Doing it like it's still 2020. Absolutely. (laughs) Just, like, you know, sitting on my space porch, just yelling out at the space neighbors. 
and their space kids. Those Astro kids litter in their space goo all over my virtual lawn. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, I'll be, I love it. I I'll be shaking my cane that I don't even need because I've got like these these cybernetic implants in my legs that help me run a thousand miles an hour. But I'm still walking around with a cane just so people know I mean fucking curmudgeon business. Oh, that's the ultimate curmudgeon. You know what? I'm not building a fence. I'm not <laughs> building a wall. I'm going to electrocute these kids. And you know, like it's not going to really kill them or anything. It's just going to shock them a little bit. Yeah. But oh, ooh. hats off to that guy. Hats off. All right, uh, what are we doing on time, Jeremy? Eighteen minutes or so. Oh, okay. Seventeen, cool. eighteen. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna keep going. Um, Gloves off, time. Ding, ding. Yeah. I just want to reiterate, hats off to that guy. You're awesome. Electrocuting children. You figured out a way to do that. And not go to jail in 2018. You're a hero. I'm going to. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. This guy's just gonna be like. Featured on this show every three weeks if he just keeps on this goddamn track. Be a recurring character. (laughs) This son of a bitch. He announced that he wants to open up a a line of preschools. A line of preschools just sounds weird. He he wants to, I don't know, a line, like a a series of preschools, a set of preschools. This fucking LeBron went and showed everybody up by opening up that stupid school in Cleveland. And now everybody's... LeBron opened up a school? Yeah, you didn't hear that? He has no business... No, he just dumped is like. He, oh. Is he the principal? <laughs> that would the, be awesome. The Duncan principal. He just wants to reenact the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> hey, yo, Mister Hightower! I told you my name is LeBron James. I'm a king where I come from. <laughs> the, uh, no, but he opened up a school. And he like just dumped like you know whatever like eighty million dollars of his own money into like building a building. Tuition's free. All all food is free. Like uh, there's like high tech computer lab and all this shit and great sports teams and whatever but now everybody's just like announcing plans to open schools and jeff bezos the guy who owns amazon is probably the worst fucking guy to do it and i was infuriated at the headline i was like wait let me give him the benefit of the doubt let me read this article first quote from jeff bezos the child will be the customer (laughs) (laughs) hey at least he's being honest about it he's building future customers shocking where are you going to get your textbooks amazon.com oh look at every kid will get amazon prime all of them. Yeah. Oh, every, every kid gets a tablet because they bought them in book through the Amazon Rewards Prime program. The teachers are just echoes sitting on a, just set on a desk. No, but this guy, he's the richest man in the world. I mean, that they'll tell you, that they'll print. You know what I mean? I'm of the firm belief that they'll never tell you who the richest guy in the world is because if you've got that kind of money, what you're putting a lot of money towards is remaining anonymous. But uh, in terms of Jeff Bezos, like, he's got to be in the public eye. Fucking... Recorded as the wealthiest man alive, and he's like, "How do I get more customers?" There's a huge, a huge gap in the market that I'm calling miners. That I'm not, I'm seeing money left on the table here. Yeah, I'm really missing out on the six-year-old demographic. Someone's like, "Hey, wait, but we don't, <laughs> we can't get, uh, we can't sell anything to children." Oh, walks into the meeting. I guess there's egg on my face. We gotta, we really gotta start. What, what can we do? Uh, can we, can we uh, do the old Nickelodeon paradigm? Hey, children, ask your parents to go to Nickelodeon.com and sign their credit card up for this horse shit. Or are you going to go to uh, <laughs> you gonna go to his school? He's just going to offer better education just to brainwash people. And everyone is going to be dying to go to that school. Oh, yeah. I bet the cafeteria food in that school is going to be incredible. Oh, he owns Whole Foods. Yeah. They probably just open up the supply chain and just start <laughs> going to schools now. Kids are getting, like, fresh quinoa, and he's going to shut down McDonald's. He's delivering food to your door. This guy doesn't give a shit. 
He wants it all. He's coming for us. He's a, he's a bad guy. Like, even the way he looks, like, I don't trust him. He's got, like, a lazy eye, and he's bald. Like, he just looks like he'd be the bad guy in, like, Demolition Man or uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he could Commando or villain. something. He's probably going to remake those movies starring himself. He's a fucking Bond villain, dude. What? Uh, how many schools is he opening? I have no idea. I'm going to fight it tooth and nail that he doesn't open a one. It's, <laughs> it's terrifying. That's it. Pogo fans, unite. We must stop Bezos from opening schools. On that... Note, I decided that we're going to open up a few schools. We need funding. Mo and Lester's babysitting service. <laughs> <laughs> Just trust us with your children. Trust No, us. guys, Spencer's got a good point. This is our first call to action. What are we on, episode seven, eight, nine? It's about goddamn time. First call to action, folks. Boycott Jeff Bezos' schools <laughs> so he doesn't turn your child into a customer before they're seven. Jesus Christ. Boycott uh, Amazon, even though all our podcast equipment is from Amazon.com. <laughs> and it got here in a timely manner. Yeah, it got here very quickly. <laughs> but regardless, also it's pristine and it was cheaper than everyone else. But we're not buying anything more. But fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. I want more to eat than Taco Bell in the future. I'm not trying to have sex with seashells, Jeff Bezos. I'm not trying to fight a black guy with a blonde flat top, Jeff Bezos. And I hope your algorithm picks this up, Bezos. Dirty bomb. I'm just trying to hit an algorithm now. <laughs> ISIS, Super Bowl. The um, All right, that's my gloves off. What do you got? You got a gloves off for me? I got a gloves off because, I mean, I was going to do a different one, but I got to keep with the corporate, Keep you know, keep a corporate. Another very rich Fuck person. Authority. Another rich person. I don't know his name, but whoever the hell owns Domino's Pizza needs to take a step back because he started a great campaign in Russia. It was supposed to be a He's got Domino's in Russia? Yeah, yeah news to me. They have <laughs> oh, Domino's shit. in Russia. But he, they, the, in Coca-Cola Ru- and Levi's, I knew, but... Domino's Russia did a cool thing where they said, hey, anyone for the next five months who gets a Domino's tattoo on their body and sends it to us will get free pizza for life. You get 100 pizzas how every long, year. How long until Domino's corporate stepped in? For and was 100 like, years. can't do that. It lasted about three weeks. <laughs> And they had to shut it down four months early because <laughs> just an insane amount of Russians got tattoos and sent it to them. That's and, hilarious. And they, they shut it down so last minute that they just said, uh, it was supposed to go till October 31st, but we're just going to cut it down this afternoon. So if you have a tattoo appointment, please cancel it, and we're only going to accept 300 more tattoos. So think of all the people who are wandering around Russia, already, from what I understand, a very brutal place to live with a huge Domino's chess piece, and they're not even getting free pizza. Should I get some cheese and a half a loaf of bread for my family this week, or should I get a Domino's tattoo on my shoulder blade so that I could supply my family with food for life? What did Domino's think was going to happen? Even in Russia? In any country. You do this in America. Everyone is going to get... I've seen way dumber tattoos on people oh, every yeah. day than a Domino's domino. That's What did they think was going to happen? Like four people were going to do it? And they didn't even say the size. You could just get, like, a t- teeny, tiny Domino. And they didn't say, like, the first hundred people to do it. No, they it just, just said until October 31st. Well, I don't know. Domino's is kind of gangster. You see they started paving roads across America? Have you seen this? Yeah, I've definitely seen They uh, Domino's has their own paver truck. We actually might have covered this on Hats Off or Gloves Up. They, uh... They're filling potholes, and then they and just then put they, their corporate logo then on they, it. Yeah, then they spray paint a stencil of yeah. their logo on the pothole. It just says, you're welcome, no problem. We're like, filling potholes. We're doing this, this is not an ad, This is not like a highfalutin advertising campaign. 
You sons of bitches. We're on to you. Over here at the Hats Off, Gloves Off. God Tell your it, friends, though, folks. Man. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends that we got to... We, we're, we're staying woke over here. We're opening the eyes. And uh, write us a review, too. Five stars. Or four stars and tell us why you didn't think we got five stars. We're making all kinds of adjustments over here. That uh, being said, when's our pizza getting here from Domino's? You got those crazy breads, No, right? no. I've been a Papa John's guy for the past two months. Oh. We're, <laughs> we're, we're deep. You hear that? You may have lost the NFL sponsorship, Papa John's, but you can still sponsor us. I mailed, we're open. I mailed the local Papa John's my Nikes yesterday so they could burn them in the same <laughs> oven while my pizza was cooking. <laughs> Man, I wish we had a patriotic song to play after that statement. Wait, what'd you say? There we go. That's more patriotic. The other one was more somber. I like playing. I like That's the taps. That's what they play at like funerals. I know. While you, it's a funeral to your Nikes. You're, they're burning your. Oh, now we're getting. A, oh, no. <laughs> it's too much. We got sound effects, folks. Don't ever <laughs> doubt it. Yeah, you come at me, motherfucker. All right, is that it for uh, pizza places? Yeah, just did we ever go at Papa John? John Snatner or whatever? I don't think I don't we think went we after him, him, but he's always been a garbage did spokesperson. We, yeah. we may have. I mean, he's been the he worst. Did. He yeah. does those horrible commercials, and it seems like he's drunk in every commercial. He's <laughs> like, better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Well, you ever seen like Orson Welles at the end of his life did a bunch of commercials? And he's just like hammered, and all the bloopers. It's just like a hundred takes. It's like oh, I'm Orson Welles, and welcome to yeah, it's, it's, it's champagne, I think. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Oh man, you got another gloves off? Shout out Orson Welles. Yeah, I got a gloves off to Ethiopia. You sons of bitches, you did it again. The fucking uh, <laughs> uh a couple weeks ago, they started throwing parit- political prisoners. To lions in Ethiopia. Ooh. You sons of bitches. I thought we were over that. Like, slavery's still here. We're still trying to fight that. Like, all this stuff. Throwing your political victims to lions, I thought we were far beyond that as a species. I didn't even know they had lions in Ethiopia, so. It's in Africa, bro. They got lions. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I think there's actually I more tigers in Texas. I figured they would have murdered Texas. them all. Yeah. For food by that point. I thought they would have just had them go extinct. Oh, I know. You're in that part of, like, Eritrea, Somalia, uh, <laughs> fucking... Yeah, I figured all the lines that, all that uh, All that Black Hawk South Down countries. Africa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, can you imagine, dude, just, like, sending a... Because what a political prisoner now is, it used to be, like, you know, descending from the government, passing out newsletters or pamphlets or, like, you know what I mean? Real dissension within the ranks. Now it's just, like, you can get thrown to the lions for a tweet. <laughs> some guy just, some guys just like ah yeah, some lighthearted ribbon for some of our political leaders. And the next thing he knows, he's just having to fight a lion. And they don't even give him like tools. It's not even gladiator yeah, style. They just like yeah, they tie their a, hands and just throw him in a pit with a lion. See that that may be a hats off if they at least gave him a sword, maybe some rocks. And I can get behind that. And at least that's entertainment for the community. But when someone's just tied up, I mean, we all know the lion's going to win either way. But still, I it's I mean. You didn't see the gladiator with Russell Crowe. Well, Russell Crowe is a special man. <laughs> He's a beautiful mind, some might say. Yeah. <laughs> a master and commander of sorts. He is. <laughs> He's, uh, um, I can't think of any other Russell Crowe movies, but he is a Cinderella <laughs> type of man. <laughs> and his work is a body of lies. 
with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Starring co-starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. But throwing them to the lions, I mean, that's a classic thing. I think they took that from the Bible. You know what else so had lions? So at least they're religious people. You know what else had lions? What? Noah. Yeah, no, yeah, he had two, right? <laughs> he had two lions. He had a male and a female. You know who played Noah? Schmussel Flow? Oh, no, it's Russell Crowe! <laughs> oh, shit! Um, I'm actually, guys, I'm proud to announce I'm going to be playing Russell Crowe beating that guy, <laughs> beating the shit out of that guy in Australia with a payphone. In the upcoming movie. So uh, make sure you you follow me on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's going to go direct to Amazon. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all That's all I've got. Do you have a gloves off? Yeah, I got a gloves off. Let's hear it, dude. Uh, just <laughs> creepy old guys just keep having kids way past when they should, and it bums me out. Tread lightly, dude. Richard Gere just knocked up his lady. No He's way. He's 69 years old. Hey, wait, 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 wait. How old is he? He's got a six in it. There's a nine in it. <laughs> but that is not how you make a baby. Well, I guess that's how you start making a baby. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but what, you can't have kids when you're 70. You can't do it. Like, I talk to people who are, like, 34, and they go, man, I wish I would have had kids earlier because it's really hard for me to get the energy to get up and play catch with them and do that stuff. And this, this guy dude, can't play catch. 70 years old. What the hell is he going to do? I mean, it's cool that it's at 70? least a rich person. That means person. he was, like, 40 in Pretty Woman already? I suppose. Damn, yeah. dude's old. I got to do my pretty woman research. He's definitely old, but you just not keep your dick in your pants, but get your tubes tied, you narcissistic piece of shit. Like, all those people already have ten kids. It's their fifth wife, and it's like, oh, shocking. Your wife is a is a Spaniard who is a, used to be a model and is also a, a political activist now because you're funding her political activism. She's half your age. She's stoked to have a kid because even if you did sign a prenup, you're always going to get some baby money if you get divorced. Just oh, for sure. Um, I mean, I half agree with you because it is completely irresponsible and this and that. But the nihilist in me is just like, whatever, dude. You're the gear man. Fucking everybody thinks you put a gerbil up your ass. Just go ahead and fucking comment as many people as you want. It goes back to like old Roman days where it's like uh, that's kind of the point of being successful. Is you knock up as many people as you can. You take care of all the kids so that your progeny and your DNA spreads farther. Genghis but their kids style. are never successful. Well, you can still they be a bad dad. They always die of drug overdoses and stuff because their dad is hanging out in the Florida Keys fishing on his yacht. The, while, uh, oh, they're sitting at home being raised by the nanny. No, I know, but that doesn't stop like the inherent, like the instinctual drive to just keep fucking as long as you can. I suppose, but he's, I mean, this kid is going to be, his, Richard Gere is going to be 88 by the time the kid graduates high school. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, but then at that point, he's going to have a 45-year-old brother that can oh, yeah. kind of take his place. See, yeah. Whoever Richard Gere's first kid is. He is his, his son. <laughs> his fucking my, kid You're is. my eldest son, mini Richard Gere. <laughs> you haven't done shit with your life. Your acting career didn't work out. You're going to be my kid's father. I think we just wrote a movie titled My Kid's Father. My Kid's Father. Brother Dad. Brother Dad. Have such big gaps in age that you're like, yeah, you're the dad now. I'm just going to continue being the grandpa. But I'm also going to keep fucking this new lady that's not your mom, but his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I might get another couple kids out of this. Let's shoot for triplets. We definitely will. All right. Father Dad is going to be Father Father Dad. (laughs) Shout out Father Dad. Gramps Dad. Jesus Christ. Well, um, old guys quit having kids. And there are so many old guys you want, who aren't famous and aren't 
you know, who aren't the gear man or they're not the letter man. They're just in some trailer park somewhere in North Dakota knocking up some yeah some girl, and that's obviously a sadder situation because they don't even get a pool. Mm-hmm. But but it's not even. It's more about it's whether you're a good dad or not. It's more the thing. I've got three dads. Are and any only of one, them in their seventies? No, they're all actually younger and m- more athletic. But none of them play catch with me. You know what I mean? So it's, it's well. That seems like a you problem. You got to oil up the mix. <laughs> no, that's a man. that's a that's just like a poor dad scenario, or like a working dad scenario. They don't want to fucking do this and that. But if regardless of how old your dad is, or uh, or what's going on in any other avenue, it's more based on his. Uh, I don't know him instilling confidence and him just being there generally. Whether he can play catch or not, or now it's just like you got to be able to play Wii. Can Richard oh, Gere play Wii? Oh, hell no. He can't figure all that out. I mean, he figured out Julia Roberts' pussy in that movie. That was acting. I'm pretty sure. How Shit, would dude, you that's be? acting? Yeah, that's acting. That, oh, dude. my God, that is acting. I'd be bummed for Richard Gere's kid when he finds out about the gerbil in the ass story. He's like, this This came out before the internet even? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Richard Gere just like starts just like conditioning his kids at an early age. Didn't to be happen. like, no, just like before two years old, he never even like brings that specific story up. But he's just like, yeah, being a star, they spread a lot of crazy rumors about you. <laughs> it's just, just the, yeah. And then like he's just conditioned to that over like many, many years. So when he finally hears that his dad's or his dad just spreads a bunch of lies about other stars. It's like, yeah, well, there was this one in the 80s <laughs> that David Carradine used to to finger his own pee hole. They he's call it good. sounding. But he uh and then finally, when his kids hear about him when they're like thirteen, they're like, "Nah, that's horseshit!" Like all those other ones. Or they'll just brush it off. Like, well, at least it wasn't a, a guinea pig, <laughs> like what happened to George Clooney. All right, um, dude, that's it. Oh, that was great. Good to be back. All right, I got one last hat. One last hats off. Who are you praising now for the finale? No, real quick, just shout out to Mac Miller. Um, Dude died. This might not air for a couple weeks, but he just died. It's really sad. One of the few, uh, I mean, for what people felt for, like, Chris Cornell and, like, Chester Bennington, he was that guy for me just because we were, like, the same age, found the guy in high school. We were the same grade. And then he went from making shitty music. That was for (laughs) people like me that enjoyed shitty music in high school to, like, becoming, like, a real artist, conceptual, high-profile albums, became, like, a great musician. And he died of a heroin overdose. So don't let a girl get a hold of your heart, folks. Fool me once, Satan. Lock it up. Hats off, Mac Miller. I'll see you guys next week.